Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What is that? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. Hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Hour three, you guys know what that means. I am joined by my friend, Casey Bubba. At BDN Trick on the Twitter machine, Bubba, what is going on, my man? Not much, my friend. Just another uh, like inch closer to the end of the baseball season. Football's ramping up in full force. We got the Ryder Cup going down in Wisconsin. Life is good, my friend. So, Ryder Cup has that started? Or it starts this weekend. It started on Friday. So, as people are listening okay. to this, it'll be day two of three, and U.S. will probably be losing to the Europeans. Yes. Oh, come on! No faith at all. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for Team USA, but there's a lot of um, interesting dynamics that don't feel like they're clicking right now. And uh, it, the course is set up for USA. They made it a bomber's paradise, so it's set up for them. But it might get windy, and the conditions can get interesting, which kind of brings the field together. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm rooting for Team USA. Trust me, I am definitely rooting for Team USA, but. I'm not as confident as I was like two or three months ago. So is it is it Bryson? Is he the problem here? No, Brooks is being a little baby beat back B right now. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, Bryson and Brooks, they got they they made up. Apparently they went to dinner and talked about things. And Bryson said, and just watch, we we might have a few things cooking up for the next few weeks. So who knows what's going on? I think it's it almost feels like it's a, a full WWE like script and all of a sudden they're gonna be paired up. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be paired up in the Ryder Cup to like defeat team Europe and bring it back to the USA all of a sudden, but uh, we'll oh, see. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about golf and college football will be on all day on Saturday. So the atmosphere is like be paying attention. But. The atmosphere is like a college football game. There's people in weird outfits, painted faces, chanting the whole time. It's not like a normal, it's more like a happy Gilmore you've seen than anything because okay. it, it's legit. Like you have us versus Europe and it's the most intense thing when it comes to golf period. And you talk to people from like across the pond. This is their like Super Bowl. This is what they care yeah. about more than anything. So outside of soccer, of course. But this course. is a big, big deal for them. Yeah. Isn't the what's the sailing one too? Don't they like the sailing over there? Yeah, Sticks wrote about it, but that's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, I was trying. I I don't know. I, I don't honestly know. don't know. I have okay. no clue. All right. You well, I don't know either. So uh about I sailing. Don't care. Yeah. I'm I mean, not Go fly a kite while you're at it, too. But, but uh, all right. Well, we will take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about American football. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. America. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door. After that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. Welcome back, everybody. In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Bub, we had uh, an interesting Thursday night football game, to say the least. And um, there's so much to unpack here, even in a crappy game. First of all, did you feel more at home seeing a crappy football game here instead of just a really, really good one? A 24 to 9 Panthers victory. Like we're back. This is now, we're into the regular season. It's regular Thursday night football. Okay, I got what you're saying. I thought you were making fun of me being a Dolphins fan, getting used to crappy football. No, uh, no, I got you. I got you now. The Thursday nights where they're usually bad as all bad can be. Yeah, because we've we've had like such great primetime games. We've talked about it on a lot of shows we've done together that it, it's been great. But when we previewed this show, we were just like, yeah, I think that might be coming to an end pretty soon. And it was like the Panthers dominated this game from pretty much start to finish, and they still didn't look great. Like they were just like going through the motions, kind of like, okay, here's this, here's this. Oh, we can do this. This is cool. Oh, let's get this guy involved because he's never touched the football before. Like they were just totally drawing stuff up to it felt like a bad preseason game. And here it, we are right now. It kind of did feel it kind of did have that feel. I mean, because Davis Mills played for the yeah. Texans and yeah. it's hard, you know. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Davis Mills, terrible, terrible. And, and look, I was not uh, the biggest fan of Davis Mills coming out in this draft, but it's not like you set him up to succeed when you have him start his first NFL game. It is at home, at least. I guess that was nice for him. But he just moved to Houston four months ago, you know, so um, it's a home game for him, but it's on four days rest. 
uh, you know, it's after he was thrown into the fire on Sunday and, you know, you, you, you just don't have a lot of time to prep. I honestly might've thought maybe Jeff Driscoll would have started this game for Houston, but he hasn't been there that long. So, uh, Davis Mills got the start. Didn't look horrific. You know, I look, he didn't turn the ball over once. Did he? I don't think, did he fumble? Uh, I think he no. did, but they, they recovered it. They did fumble one time and they recovered it. I don't think yeah. it was his fault. It was like a fumbled snap. So who knows who that gets blamed on? But right, just looking oh, at at the stats yeah. that I have, it doesn't say he fumbled. So in the, uh, in, the in the grand scheme of it, he didn't play that bad because for the first half they didn't let him do anything. It felt right. like I was watching Tua last year. Like they literally did not <laughs> let him do anything. And then all of a sudden, the two minute drill, they let him throw it down the field. Then a drive on the third quarter was like cooks, 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 and they were down on the red zone again. All of a sudden, he started to look incompetent. I'm not saying they're great, but. Um, there was something there. I, I still think Carolina wins if they wanted to put the screws down. That wouldn't have been an issue. But it, it was interesting to see see them get it done. We, um, I think it was good that they used Mills over um, whoever you mentioned earlier. But, Driscoll, uh, yeah. Driscoll. Because, Give him some experience. Yeah, yeah, what does Houston have to lose? Like They're not going sure. anywhere. It, it, you drafted them. You shocked everybody when you drafted them. Well, let's see what the kids got before Tyrod's. They, they, the reports on the broadcast said he can come back, I think, in three weeks because of, of the IR rule. And it's not that severe that they get, they put him on the IR to make sure he stayed on, and he should be good to go, basically. So right. get, get, get Mills some runs, see what he got, and then go from there. You're not going to be a playoff team, anyways. I'm I'm absolutely with you, you know. But I tell you what, the biggest story coming out of this game, and, and we'll get back to Davis Mills in a second because there's some stuff that I like about him. But Christian McCaffrey pulled up lame. It looked like he did a stutter step, but it, I guess he was jumping because his uh, his hamstring uh, hurt him and. Went to the sidelines. He had um, seven rushes for 31 yards at that point. And look, he's the majority of this Panthers offense, right? He's a big part. It's him and him and Derrick Henry. Those are the two like last solo backs that do everything for their team. And um, just a huge blow for them. Also, DJ Moore left, but came back. Came back, yeah. Um, and but JC Horn, their first round pick out of South Carolina, really, really good corner. Made a couple big plays in this game. Uh, had his first pick last week too. Broke a bone in his foot. He's gonna miss some time. So Thursday games just uh, kind of beating up the Carolina Panthers here. But they look good. Um, we talked about Sam Darnold, twenty-two of thirty-four, three hundred four yards and two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Chuba Hubbard did average four point seven yards per carry on eleven carries. Uh, so not bad for him. He also caught three balls for twenty-seven yards. Royce Freeman got involved here as kind of your your banger in between. You talked about potentially some guys that uh, no one has ever heard of touching the ball. That's my guy, Tommy Tremble yep. out of Notre Dame. He had a rushing touchdown. He also had a catch for 30 yards. Yeah, The rushing touchdown was his first ever time touching a football on a program. That's what they, right. they, they, they made a point to tell us that. I'm like, God. he's a rookie. You know, he's yeah. a rookie. It was so. just funny. Like, it's like they made a direct point. You're like, yep. Yep, this is his first time touching a football. Third round pick. So I think he's definitely going to, he's better than Dan Arnold. So, yes, which by the time. way, uh, even uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, the consummate professionals they are, you know, uh, they were having a hard time with Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold. They were struggling, but we know that uh, Troy likes to have a little when he's in the booth, so it makes a little sense. Right, right. Allegedly, of course. Yeah, but, allegedly, of course, yeah. Um, but DJ Moore came away with 12 targets here. Eight catches and 126 yards. Huge day for him. And that was 
you know, leaving for a drive. He looked unstoppable. Like he was he wide really open. Did. All the, he looked wide open every time he was out there. <laughs> I mean, Vernon Hargraves is rough, but he, yeah, he, he looked absolutely unstoppable. Uh, here's an interesting thing I want to talk about with you. Two targets, one catch, eight yards for Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Terrace Marshall. Yep. Five targets, four catches and 48 yards. So in your opinion, and look, we are just coming off the heels of this game. We don't know if something was wrong with Robbie Anderson or whatever, but uh, is Terrace Marshall the guy to own over Robbie Anderson or is Robbie Anderson a cut and pick up somebody else? I mean, what do you think about this situation here? I'm not ready to cut Robbie Anderson, but if you need to, I'm cool with it. Uh, Terrace Marshall, we talked about it after week one when they looked at the target share. Like the production wasn't there, but the target share was. He was involved in this offense. He was a, he's a rookie receiver. They drafted him for a reason. Um, they're going to use him, and I think they're going to use him a lot. We started seeing him like the second DJ Moore went out, Terrace Marshall was his go-to target. That was where he was going. He looked really, really good. They used him a lot on third down to try to convert some first downs, and um, so they're, they're showing trust in the guy. I stashed him everywhere after week one. So I'm pumped on this. Like I tweeted it out when uh, DJ Moore went down and Terrace Marshall show began. I'm like, my uh, stashes are starting to look really, really good right about now. So <laughs> we'll see where it goes because DJ Moore is still a freak. And as long as he's out there, it's going to limit what Marshall can do. But they're also going to have games. Where they have to throw it a lot more and be more aggressive. And if this is his floor at four for 48, let's just imagine what a game where they have to you know, keep up is. Like say when they're playing Tampa Bay or something. That could be really solid. So I'm worried about Robbie Anderson. Like he's gonna have a game here and there, but it's gonna be trust. It's gonna be very tough to trust you starting him weekly type right now. Right, and well, the only thing that's saving Robbie Anderson at this point is if this is a long term injury for Christian McCaffrey, because that does take you know, I mean, you take seven to ten receptions a game off the field for uh, Christian McCaffrey. Now they got to go somewhere. They're not all going to go to Chuba or Royce Freeman. So now Robbie Anderson uh, climbs back in and has some value. But I mean, that could just be more for DJ Moore and more yeah, for Terrace Marshall. More and more Marshall. Maybe get more Trimble involved as a little tight end safety valve, which right. would make a lot of sense. Um, I, I and think Matt Rule did a lot of that in Baylor too. spread the yep. ball around to a lot of different players. And that's what it felt like. He literally, like, there was guys touching the ball. They were like, this guy's on the roster. Like what in the world? Like it was, it was impressive <laughs> to see, like he was using two tight ends on the same side and flipping them out. Like he was, it was creative. It looked like a little Baylor offense out there. The one thing I will say is I remember during draft season, um, the actual NFL draft, a lot of people were like, why the heck are they getting Chuba Hubbard when you got CMC? Well, you're starting to see people had the fragility of a running back in the NFL. Like right. CMC is a beast, and obviously we saw when he's healthy, he is the man. Ain't too bad to have a guy like Hubbard to go back on. I know it was the Texans defense, but nice game to kind of get comfortable, get your foot feeding in there. Now he has a week and a half to prep for next right. week as the number one in that offense. If he's available out there, I, I you don't need me to tell you to go pick him up. But I think he's going to be better than – there was a lot of controversy controversy on Twitter, like saying, <laughs> oh, Royce Freeman this, blah, blah, blah. Don't pick up Chuba Hubbard. He's a scrub. And I'm like, what? The dude, the dude just ran for 52 yards and 11 carries. He had five targets, caught three of them. That seems pretty darn good to me in the limited action that they needed him for. So, um, oh, yeah, there was a lot of weird conversation on Twitter. I mean, I don't understand the – look, they used waiver priority to get Freeman, and I understand that. Maybe Chuba was having t a tough time in the preseason. But, uh, look, Chuba's coming off a bad year at Oklahoma yeah. State, and so I understand maybe a little apprehension. But what has Royce Freeman done to inspire exactly. any type of faith over yeah. his NFL career? Yeah, they drafted Hubbard with a high pick for a reason. They're going to let the boy run. Like, it's a right. simple to me. <laughs> uh, I'm absolutely with you. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about this game and then maybe a couple of the Sunday games moving forward. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. It's in this league on the sports grid.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Um, littering and... Uh, littering and smoking the... In this league. Break it down. Welcome back, everybody. In this league on the sports street, get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. Joined by my friend, Casey Bubba, at Bediantric. On the Twitter... Golf aficionado, NFL expert, baseball expert, uh, wow. soccer expert, uh, everything but having hair expert uh, is Casey Bubba. <laughs> uh, but tell everyone where they can find all your great stuff and things on the interwebs. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. You can get it tweeted out there for you. But the uh, Benched with Bubba podcast is where you're going to get the, the bread and butter of what I got going on coming at you usually twice a week for some season-long fantasy baseball doing a lot of work pretty much nightly with Scott Bogman. And I'm talking to podcast, not other kind of work. So get your head out of the gutter. Um, we got that going for us. DFS, bets, radio show, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, my written content's at rotoballer.com. I got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast coming at you every Monday or Tuesday, depending on scheduling. And then um, hopefully, I still, I say it every week, I still haven't been contacted about the Black Books. I might have got fired. I might be getting some <laughs> bad publicity here out the gate. But, like, literally, the email's been out by now every other year. So I know Joe's busy. He's got some stuff on his plate that he didn't expect to have. But um, I'm wondering about the Black Book. But if not, it's still a great book. I recommend well, checking it phone out. Phone works but, both ways, Bub. You can throw him a text. You hey, know? I'm not bugging the guy and begging for a job. Do I look like a beggar to you? I eat healthy. I'm good. Uh, well, I mean, we're both there. <laughs> we're both not. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you mean by healthy, but uh, well, I'm, I eat enough. I, yeah. I have a healthy I think quantity plenty. of food. Yeah, yes, plenty. <laughs> plenty is hey, more the word as, for, for guys as, like as that. As Carmen so. said, I'm well nourished. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not fat and big bone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I actually uh, had my doctor tell me one time that oh, you're just a big bone guy. I'm like, thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can I act? Can you write that down for me? So yeah. I can show it to people. You tell please? everybody that tells calls me have a fat A that that's oh, what it hold is. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna record you saying yeah. that real quick so you can tell me. But yeah. uh, let's talk. Let's finish up this Thursday night conversation. Uh, once again, you know, I think you can pull some interesting stuff out of any NFL game, right? So uh, Davis Mills. What I saw, what impressed me about this performance, and you know, there's not a lot to take out of a 19 for 28, 168 yards and a score performance. He had a good drive, like you mentioned, uh, the one where he threw the touchdown to Anthony Miller, and, and he demonstrated that low heartbeat, right? Like, uh, almost looks like there might be something wrong with him. He's so deadpan, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, just calm, as, cool as a cucumber, as the kids would say. And uh, that his was neck, impressive. His neck makes him look like he's the size of a freaking cucumber, by the way. Did you see he, that thing? He does have a Mike little Brandon, Brandon Belt tendencies there with that yeah. giraffe neck. So yeah. uh, Mike Lennon, I mean, no one's Mike Lennon, right? No. So this thing, uh, had, no, I'm not going to go too far. But yes, it, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> no, but uh, Davis Mills, I, the, I think the thing that impressed me the most was the way he was able to shrug off some tacklers. I mean, he's a big kid, 6'5", all that stuff. You know, and he was a... Uh, insane prep prospect. He was the number one quarterback in 2017 when he uh, committed to Stanford, nine 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 one or whatever, or nine nine one eight, whatever something. You know, super high uh, prospect. I think 15th in the nation, but number one quarterback uh, when he did attend Stanford. Didn't really put up gigantic numbers at Stanford, but also Stanford hasn't been good for a while. And they you know? run the ball even on its third and twelve, so it doesn't matter right. out there. A lot of, you know, Christian McCaffrey, also from Stanford, uh, a lot of good running backs come out of Stanford. But uh, look, I said it on ITL. I think I said it here. I'll say it wherever people can hear. Brandon Cooks is the lone fantasy guy that you can take out of Houston. And this is the most annoying part is that they had some rushes here, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Mark Ingram, six rushes for 21 yards. That's three and a half yards per carry. That's second worst. You gave David Johnson two carries. He had 11 yards, five and a half. So I don't know. Yeah, most of, those, most of those came on a QB. That uh, was like third and 19. It was one of those. He's in the shotgun and hands it off, like delayed handoff. And there's no defense within like 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. That was the biggest run there. Uh, Brandon Cooks had the first rush of the game on a yep. reverse, one for five for him, which is smart. You know, you get a little misdirection going in that first drive, put the Panthers defense on their heels. That's the plan. Obviously, didn't go to plan. But um, Philip Lindsay, uh, seven rushes for five yards. Ooh. So 0.7 yards per carry. Um, not great. And then we go and look at the receivers. 11 targets, nine catches, 112 yards for Brandon Cooks. I mean, that's that's your guy. That's over yep. 20 PPR points. That's a, without it, without getting in the end zone. That's a, a great job there. Jordan Akins, four for uh, five targets, four catches, 32 yards. Anthony Miller had six for four, 20 and a touchdown. Burkhead had one for five, another running back. That, uh, Mark Ingram had one catch for negative one yards. Impressive. So, I mean, it. If Deshaun Watson was here, how much better do you think this offense gets? I mean, I know it gets exponentially better because he is exponentially better than Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor, but I think it's smart what Houston is doing. You can't you can't play him right now. So no. you have to wait till all that off the field stuff is settled and done and you can bury it. So um and if it is, you know, and if he's not buried. So but uh it Cooks is the only guy you can roster here, right? 
Oh, yeah, and I have him rostered, so I'm loving life right now. So uh, it's always nice when you play someone on a Thursday night, you're the only guy with one player, and you got like a 20-point lead. Just like you could give it to him for like two days. Like, <laughs> you suck. But, uh, yeah, Cooks is the only guy. That's it. I would say Aikens if you're super desperate for tight ends because they will target him, you know, young quarterback, safety valve, that whole narrative. But uh, it won't be consistent either. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty much Brandon Cooks, and that's the uh, that's the bottom line. All right, so let's go through the rest of this uh, Sunday schedule for tomorrow. As you guys are listening to this, maybe you got it a day early on the podcast, so it's Friday. Let's talk about some of these games. And you and you and I have already covered the betting aspect on Line Star. Welsh and I also talked about the betting aspect in our one and our two. So let's just talk about what you want to physically see from these games. What is bringing you to watch this game? And we'll start out with Baltimore at Detroit. Uh, Baltimore's an eight-point favorite. I think the over is 50 here. Not that we're going to mention that, but what do you want to see in this game? What is drawing you towards this game? I want to see how banged up uh, Lamar's hip is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that, that's, <laughs> well, that's look, ridiculous. we talked about that uh, earlier, and we didn't know that it was a stomach bug and not yeah. a hip thing. And I was that's... saying, you can't flip into the end zone like that. It's stupid. You're the quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Well, sh- for a second, called me an old fuddy-duddy, and he goes, nah, okay, you know, because when I brought it back up, he said, I get it, you know, you're the franchise, but, you know, cel- celebrate your touchdowns. So I said, I hey, get real, it, but real, come on. Real talk, how is that not a taunting penalty and the other taunting penalties exist? I think if you stop and flip to show off like that, to go into the end zone, that feels, and I, I hate the rule to be with, like, I'm glad they didn't throw the flag, but yeah, we yeah, see yeah. the taunting ones they hand out. That seems pretty taunting-esque to me. Yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, there was a hit. He basically on pointed at the guy is what it comes down to. If you point at him, it's a penalty. There was a hit on, I think it was Darnold or uh, Mills tonight. I can't remember which one, but they hit him at the waist and they threw the flag for hitting the, I think it was on Mills. Oh, it was Mills. Uh, they called it roughing the passer. And it was the biggest BS roughing the passer I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I it mean, felt, I it wanted... felt like it was early in the game. Like, okay, we got to keep this game close for a bit. <laughs> right, right. I mean, real, real. I just, it's just so stupid, but uh, yeah. so okay. So Lamar, you want to see against? No, Detroit. I want to see. I, mean, I want to see uh, how they if DeAndre Swift continues to get used more, and if Goff is uh, facing a, a potentially a better defense, is he going to revert back to the former Goff or the actual Goff we've Goff. seen? Be de- yeah. or, or, or is he the Goff we've seen that's pretty decent through two games uh, because he has to throw the football? So I'm curious. I want to see just more of this Baltimore backfield rotation I, because. Look, they should be giving the ball to Tyson Williams. They should be giving it to him, and they're just not. You know, they're giving it to him a little bit, but I think he should be their guy. He should be their number one. And I know he's technically their number one, but the way Lamar has been running, he's actually the number one. Tyson is the two, and Latavius, or if you listen to the ITL podcast, Lactavius is uh, number number three, really. But, I mean, they, they're giving Murray the, the red zone carries, too, the end zone carries, goal line, all that stuff. So uh, that's what I want to see. Also, can Quintez Cephas stack some big games here? I, I want to see because I want to – I thought it was Amon St. Brown because he got the run because everybody was, like, uh, you know, banged up or sick or whatever for Detroit in, in the preseason. So not a lot going with Goff, right? Uh, obviously, Tyrell Williams is constantly hurt. But uh, Amon St. Brown had a little bit of connection, it seemed, but he's just gone by the wayside early in the season. So I want to see if Cephas can pull away and become a guy there. Uh, let's go over to Atlanta at the New York Giants. Uh, this one has a pretty decent over, 47.5. The Giants are favored in this game at home. Uh, what do you want to see in this game? 
I want to see Danny Dimes continue to, to run the football, be a multi-threat quarterback like we saw against the uh, the Washington football team. So give me some Danny Dimes. I want to see him uh, take that next step because I believe he was an underappreciated fantasy asset this year that I've been sniping up as a potential bench piece if I have room for him because I think he could take that next step if he continues to run the football and that uh, I want to see that happening. against the Falcons defense you can definitely exploit. So that should be a, a good way to, to figure it out. And, Sterling Shepard, can the can the run continue? Because there's going to be a game where it stops for like one game, and we're all going to be angry. At least I will be. But um, I, I think there's going to keep feeding the football out of the slot. It's going to be beautiful. I'm angry at you that the words Saquon and Barkley did not come out of your mouth when we're talking about the Giants and the Falcons. Come on, bub. Saquon Barkley. Hey, yeah. He was he was too tired to do a, put a full effort in last week. Okay. That's what all he said. Right. That's what he said. I, nah, I, that's That's not my running back. Yeah, well, look, I, I'm all about Saquon. They got to design some more plays for him. They they, they got to get. I mean, it's the Falcons' defense. If he doesn't perform this game, I'm honestly nervous about yeah. him because I have shares everywhere. So yeah. uh, I just want I just want him to get back to old Saquon, right? So I know he's coming off the knee surgery. I think you know I'm not gonna call him a baby because it's not my knee. But come on, man. Get, and can get we get a little Mike Davis action this week, please, somebody? Yeah, Mike Davis and Kyle Pitts in the end zone. Yeah. That's what I want to see. There's a sure. lot of fantasy pieces in this game with two bad defenses. That would be nice if they eat this week. Yeah, I mean, if this game finishes 17-7, to 7, I'm going to lose it. That's all I'll say. Like, if this is a defensive battle, it, it, there's no way it would be a defensive battle. It would be a, a quarterback turnover battle is yeah. what it would be. But uh, we got to go to break. So when we come back, we're going to finish talking about what we want to see uh, this week uh, for the NFL slate. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two Faced. Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league is cooking. 
What's up, everybody? In this league on the Sports Grid, coming back at you with Scott Bogman and Bubba, Casey Bubba, at BDNTrick on the Twitter machine, at Bogman Sports. For myself, we're talking about some Week 3 NFL action. We've gone through the betting. Uh, we've talked about the fantasy angle. Now we're just talking about what we want to see in these games. And we're moving right along here to the Saints at the Patriots. I believe this is the lowest or second lowest over of the week. Um, it's in New England. Jameis Winston looked like garbage last week. What type of Winston are we going to get, Bob? What are you looking for in this game? Is it Winston? Is it Mac Jones? What is it? I'd like to see more Mac Jones action. That'd be great. See him like maybe establish one go-to receiver that he likes, but that's not the Patriot way, as we know. But it'd be nice to know, like, hey, he's going to hone in on Jacoby Myers. What are we going to do here? Like, pick a guy. Let's do this. Um, that'll be interesting. And then, yeah, can Jameis like look semi-usable? Because you mentioned it on on the Line Star show uh that Taysom Hill leash might be getting a little little shorter there for Winston which scares me because I want Winston there for the fantasy value when he does pop off it's glorious but last week was so bad that uh you got uh, Belichick might be licking his lips right now yeah I mean I I think that's the big thing is what is going on with Jameis in this game is the biggest thing and look if Jameis is terrible how bad is it going to get for Kamara can it be this bad the whole year I don't think it can I think yeah you have to give him all the touches he can handle in this game to, to try to go on the road and beat a tough new England defense here. So, um, but I think that that is big and look for just for selfish reasons, because I've talked him up. I want to see Adam Troutman get some damn catches and targets here. Yeah. So, no targets last week. What was that all about? I, I mean, it, how many yards did Winston have passing like a hundred? Like the week before, I think he had like six targets, three catches. He was like second on the team in targets or first on the team in targets. Like, and he gets nothing. There's like nothing. I was like, what the heck yeah. happened? Yeah, and and he's done that. He did it a couple times in the preseason where he just had this disappearing act. And you know, I don't know if it's him or if it's uh, you know, Winston or what's happening, but I'd love to see him get just a little bit more involved, of course. Um, I'll let you go first here, of course. Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. Uh, the Steelers favored by three, low over in this one, two forty-three and a half, and keeps trending down. What do you want to see in this one? I want to see uh, Deontay Johnson just absolutely beast out. That's what I really want to see. That's, I, that's more, gonna play. I know that's my selfish fancy reasons. But um, second thing I'd love to see is I want to see uh, Najee uh, go get, give him 20 touches. Give him 20 touches. Let's see what happens. See if he can be that bell cow back you want him to be, what you drafted him for. Get some usage out of that. And I want to see can these Pittsburgh Steelers defense look like the Pittsburgh Steelers defense we expect it to look like against a pretty good uh, – you know, Cincinnati offense minus their offensive line. So there's a chance to have some fun here. Can they actually do it? Yeah. And for, for me, it's, you know, I want to see Ben play number one, uh, cause he's questionable with a peck right now. Uh, but, um, you know, TJ Watt practice, Devin Bush back to full practice. And so is Joe Hayden. So they are going to get some pieces back. We're a little questionable for that. When Welsh and I recorded, it was before uh, practice had happened. So, uh, and look, probably no T Higgins here. So can Jamar chase take over? Can Tyler Boyd take over? Um, you know, and, and what is Joe Mixon actually going to look like? So, uh, but I, I'll, I'll avoid that. Cause I could talk about the Steelers all day, but do let's you go really to the think, Col- Do you really think Deontay doesn't play this week? I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. He didn't practice again today. So it's not, it's trending in the, in the wrong direction on a Thursday. So we'll know more tomorrow on Friday, uh, as we're recording this, but, uh, it doesn't look good right now. Uh, Colts at the Titans. Titans are five point favorites. Uh, I mean, uh, I know m- me, I want to know what the hell they're doing at quarterback for the Colts because they said 
anything can happen up to using two quarterbacks. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, if they do that, just throw the white flag and walk away. Like, my goodness. It means it's the old joke. If you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. If you have two backup quarterbacks, you definitely don't have one. <laughs> so that's a scary scenario. I want to see Tennessee continue. Like, uh, Julio get A.J. Brown more involved. Uh, I, I love this packet passing attack with Tannehill. Uh, obviously, Henry's a beast, but uh, I want to see his passing attack just throw all over Indianapolis and just crush this team's spirit on uh, on Sunday. Well, if you if you're smart and you're the Colts, what you do even with a big, banged up Carson Wentz is you run the ball 35 to 40 times, right? Yep. So you you have just Jonathan Taylor take as much as he can, Naheem Hines take as much as he can, and Marlon Mack take as much as he can because this offensive line for the Colts should dominate the front for Tennessee. So uh, that that's what you should do. Not always going to work out like that. Uh, this is a good game here, Bob. Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo yeah. is more than a touchdown favorite against Washington, but what do you think of this game? Can Taylor Heineke continue to do it against these big, big teams? Like I've, I've, It's a broken record with me. We've seen him do it in the playoffs. We've seen him do it in, to start the season here, and he does just seems to get better and better. So can he do it, and can Josh Allen start looking more like the Josh Allen of last season? Because it's been a rough go so far. They didn't really need him to do much last week, given – but uh, can they get him going back at uh, in Buffalo in front of the crazies? Uh, it's, it's a big week for for both those quarterbacks to see where this season can go for both teams. Yeah, just more of, of Terry McLaurin, man. He just beasted against Brady uh, Bradbury last week. Can he do it against Trey White? I think he can. So he's um, un, it does not matter who he's facing. I think. I think so too. I, unless it's Jalen Ramsey, I think he's going to beast out. Uh, Chargers at the Chiefs, obviously a big divisional game here. What do you want to see here? Can the Chiefs actually pull away from a football team right now? This has been a problem they've had lately. Like we know they're so good, and we've seen them at times do it. But even even last year, the second half, they kind of let teams get back into games. They have they have a hard time blowing teams out like they used to a couple years ago. So I want to see that. And it's a great divisional game. Can the Chargers show that they belong in this division? Uh, have a chance to do it. So hey, I'm I'm really really looking forward to this football game. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. I'm with you. Like, is that defense? Has they have they just played two good offenses in Cleveland and Baltimore, or are they bad? Right. Mm -hmm. So, because Dallas held uh, the Chargers yeah. to 17 points in LA last True. week, so um, the Chiefs better be able to do that on the road if they expect to win going away. So, uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, also, just you know, uh, can Mike Williams keep this pace? I've been impressed. I you know. I was big on him coming out. He hasn't done anything yet, so uh, hopefully this is his breakout year. Uh, moving over to the Cardinals on the road against the Jaguars. I know just for me, I know everyone's talking about Kyler Murray, Hopkins, and all that stuff. I want to see Trevor Lawrence start to get rolling, start to complete some damn passes, and get James Robinson more involved. I want to see this uh, Jaguars offense be just a little bit better because with Urban Meyer, it's been ugly so far. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's and we saw like we talked about before, we saw them run the ball more last week and Lawrence had a couple drives where he looked a little more comfortable. I think it's going to be a week to week thing and if they start to get better and better and more uh, acclimated to the situation, is this the week we really start to see it? We'll see. The Arizona defense has had one dominant game and then one not so great game. So which one shows up this Sunday and that'll that'll determine what Lawrence could do. But Lawrence is going to get pretty good eventually. It's just taking longer than people want. And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out here because you know Kyler's going to do Kyler things. But I'm with you on can this uh, this this Jaguar offense continue to develop and actually maybe show signs of life. 
Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. I mean, and also just on the defensive side, because I do IDP with my guy, Gary Davenport, I do it for fantasy pros as well with our guy, Joe Pisapia. But uh, what is going on with Zayvon Collins? Like they, they had announced he was going to be the starter. They're trying to trade Jordan Hicks and all that nonsense. And now Jordan Hicks is getting 100% of the snaps. So very strange. What's going on with Zayvon? Uh, I mean, big one here, uh, stuff you're looking for this weekend, the Bears at the Browns. I mean, obviously it's all Justin Fields, right? Yep. All Justin Fields. Um, no Landry. Do we get OBJ? Like, it's a couple uh, interesting situations here. If it's not OBJ, then people's Jones is like, what do we, what do we got coming there? But yeah, it's all the, just the Justin Fields show. Like we get to see us. It was literally, as we're recording, it was like the top going to break headline on NFL network right now. It's, it's a big one. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this game because of Justin Fields and also like Cleveland's defense needs to play a little better. I think, yeah. you know, they're, they're a good defense. Can they step up? It is uh, a big part of this uh, jets at the Broncos. Do you want to see anything here? No, um, <laughs> Teddy, B's, Teddy B's been great. Yes. Yeah, so I actually, I'd love to see Javante Williams continue to like, it's been 50-50, but he's been the better back, especially if you take away that 70-yard touchdown run. He's been the much better back overall consistency. Eventually this season, it's going to be his job, I think, at least like more of a 65-35 thing. I'd like to see that switch happen sooner than later, but I might be just being greedy there. I like to see Corey Davis get back on track, too. Oh, so, I'm with you there, especially if Deontay's out. I'm going to need him to get back on track. Uh, afternoon game, your Dolphins at the Raiders. What Pass. do you want to see? <laughs> Uh, look for me. I'm it's not here Der- to talk about the past. Yeah, Derek Carr uh, keeping up an MVP pace. Like, it, he's is not going to throw the football? It, it, well, they can't run, so he has to. True, true. Uh, Josh Jacobs probably ain't going to play again. So, uh, I think that's the biggest thing I'm looking for. And just like, let's get something going on on offense with the Dolphins. We know it's not Tua, but Brissett's a vet. Like, he's had some good games. You changed your tune. That's like that's that's how I was. Like, he's not like horrible. Brissett's bad. He's just really bad. Well, he looked terrible. You know, he oh, looked. He probably wasn't awful. expected to play this season. He's just like, oh crap. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry. You don't sit behind Tua and not expect yeah. to play. The true. guy's tiny. Very true. So, Very true. Uh, I mean, he's been banged up. You know, hey, this is the this is the week though where my Dolphins will come up and they'll like actually win this game just to shock right. me. And then, I say it all the time. They're, Everybody they're, will be like classic yep. Raiders. They right? always like reel me back in and give me hope, and then they bring <laughs> me down. The Dolphins do this every single year to me. So this would be the typical week where I've totally just thrown them in the trash. They'll come and they'll win by like 10 points or something. And they'll just be like, oh, great. Here we are. We're, we're actually good again. Sweet. Seahawks at the Vikings. This is a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, what I'm looking forward to seeing is hopefully like 75 points. <laughs> like, give me the combination of Arizona, Minnesota, and Tennessee, Seattle from last week. Just throw that in a bucket and let them go throw it all over uh, Minnesota and see what happens. I think this is going to be, uh, this might be one of those annoying, you know, ball control games because after uh, Seattle let, Tennessee back in uh, Minnesota saw that and went, okay, look what Derrick Henry did. Let's run the ball. It doesn't have to be cook. It can be yeah. Madison too. It can be a combo, whoever. So yeah. we'll see. Cause I saw a stat on Twitter this afternoon that um, so far in neutral game scripts this year, Minnesota's throwing the ball 60% of the time. That, that is not, that's, that's not, not the Mike norm Zimmer for football. That's not right? the norm for them. So that shocked me, but it made sense. If you look at how they like, Neutral game script slash they had to throw to keep up with Arizona. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a neutral game script. It's the way I look at that one. Right, right. Uh, game of the week here, Tampa Bay at the L.A. Rams. Tampa Bay favorite on the road. This is a fun one. NFC 
uh, conference title preview. I am so looking forward to this one, and I'm looking forward to Matthew Stafford making his first statement win for the Rams. Mm. I think it's the big one because, you know, everyone's like, you hear him say, oh, Matt's better than he was. He's out of Detroit. Look, at he's good. But they're still, I don't think, giving him the credit he kind of deserves. A win this weekend against Tom Brady would be like, okay, now he's uh, now he's up here. Let's have, let's have some fun with Matt Stafford. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, Packers and Niners. Aaron Rodgers, um, that defense hasn't looked great. The Rod, even even against the Lions, it wasn't the most. The score does not show how it wasn't dominating. So I want to see them start clicking like they used to do. The Niners are banged up, so it should be a good time to do it. Dude, I want to see this damn Packers defense do anything. Yeah. Zero tackles for loss. They're not pressuring the quarterback. Do something because you're going to get blown out, even with a banged-up Niners team, if you don't pressure the quarterback. And it's Jimmy G. He can get rattled, so they, they got to do it. And the last game of the week, Philly at Dallas on Monday Night Football. Always a fun one. Should be brutal. Lots of arrests in the crowd. <laughs> what, what do you think of this game? Guys, give me another good NFC East game. It's the perfect primetime football game. I want to see Dallas uh, see if the defense is for real or is it more of an offensive game like week one. And Jalen Hurts a little bounce back because that game against the Niners last week was pathetic. So I'm looking forward to a much better performance offensively from both sides on the football. Feed Zeke. That's what I want to see. Feed Pollard. Zeke. Feed Zeke. Let's get him rolling. Feed them both. Let's let's see them both get rolling. So that that's what I want to see for sure. But uh, we're gonna take a break when we come back. Bubba's gonna tell us who the NL MVP is because Welsh and I couldn't figure it out before. So Bubba's just gonna go ahead and tell us who it's gonna be. So we'll be right back after this to find out who the NL MVP is. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to- In this league. In the dark. 
You guys here on Let's Love, you guys know what that means. It is the end of the three-hour tour of In This League on the Sports Grid. Uh, please follow us all on Twitter, at Bogman Sports for me, at BDantrick for Bub, at Is It The Welsh for The Welsh. Please go to inthisleague.com or patreon.com slash army to check out our Patreon. I've got all kinds of stuff for you there. All these Thursday night games are rough, so I'm streaming and trying to enjoy them. You know, a bunch of people jump on there with me. We talk about starts and sits. We talk a little baseball, all that good stuff. But look, I'm going to shut up because Bubba is going to tell you who the National League MVP is because it's such an easy one to figure out. Right, Bub? Let me get on my soapbox and preach to you people. It's Bryce <laughs> Harper. It's Bryce Harper. That's, that's who I've been saying for about a month now. And he just continues to nonstop hit. The guy's hitting uh, well over 300, 314, 33 homers, 13 stolen bases. He's walking almost 17% of the time. You just look at every single stat across the board 95 runs scored, only 80 RBIs, but that's because the Phillies are the Phillies. The dude's a beast. He's kept them in a quasi race, even though they got knocked out of it a couple days ago. Kept them in it a lot longer than they should have been. I'm going Bryce Harper, NL MVP. Who, who's the runner up if, if Harper's the winner? Is it Tatis? I think Tatis is fine, and I know everybody wants it to be Tatis. I'm going Harper, and that's what angers a lot of people. But to me, the way the Padres have fallen so fast so far, they're they're almost tied with the Rockies, Bogman. They're almost tied with the Rockies. That's how bad it's been. And Tatis is kind of, you know, between the shoulder injuries and everything, he's fallen off a, a bit too. Like, I'd have Soto over Tatis right now. Yeah, I, I mean – uh, let's not forget we air in San Diego, so yeah. <laughs> hey, I live in California. Right. No, so hey, look, it's cool. yeah, look, I I understand, I understand where you're, you're coming from. I just think what Tatis has done with the bum shoulder is amazing, and they were in it for a long time. I think the thing that really screwed the Padres was the Dodgers getting Turner and Scherzer because they had that deal for Max locked up, it seemed, and mm. that was really what buried them. But uh, you heard it here first, Bryce Harper, the NL MVP, according to okay. Bubba. So uh, go bet it, he says to everyone, right? So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know about that because kidding, you have kidding, to depend kidding. on the baseball writers, right? Uh, but that yeah. is going to wrap it up for us for this week. We'll be back next week to talk to you guys. Uh, I hope you guys win your bets and all your fantasy matchups and all that stuff. Have a great weekend, everyone. We will see you later. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.